and cheers to each of you. So how important is it to you that you love and appreciate the work you do? Believe it or not, most Americans do not love what they do, and sadly, men are not, many are not able to work. So this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass podcast is all about being employed and re-employed in the way you feel and do your best. So hi, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach, remote work rock star author, and the founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. Barb Zan here, media sales leader and founder of the blog and lifestyle brand, The Stay at Work Mom. What an important topic, Debbie. We spend so much time at work. Who is our guest today? Well, Barb, she has more than 20 years of experience in the workers' compensation industry, serving in various executive capacities, including director of claims, and specializing in claims management and client services for workers' compensation. She's developed effective programs to minimize the cost of those claims. And now she is the CEO of Reemployability. What a cool name, Reemployability, a company she co-founded in 2003, so they're nearing that, that uh, celebratory year, to provide modified light-duty assignments for injured workers across the country through their local not-for-profit organizations. I mean, talk about making an impact. She is passionate about helping injured workers on their path to recovery and being actively involved in her community, our community, for those of you listening across the states and across the globe here in Tampa Bay is where, where we're making this impact. Please welcome Deborah Livingston. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being yeah. here. Welcome, Deborah. The reason we asked you on today is because you're an expert in human interaction and kindness, and that is so important to our listeners because everybody wants that right now. We need that right now. Thank you so much. In 10 words or less, tell us why you wanted to be on our podcast today. Well, first of all, you asked, and I have uh, worked with Debbie over the years. Um, she was a coach for my company uh, several years ago, and and since that time, I've really gotten to know her and admire her, um, admire the work she's doing and um, how involved in our community she is. So I, it's a pleasure for me to be here. Well, thanks, Deborah. And Barb and I certainly appreciate those kind words. <laughs> All right, though. So, Deborah, we are moving on to what we call the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast Four. Those four questions we ask each and every one of our wonderful leading guests. So will you be ready, do you think, to start answering these? I think so. I think so too. <laughs> All right. So number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine to get the day started right? Okay. Well, 6.30 is pretty much my regular time, anywhere between 6 and 6.30, but definitely out of bed by 6.30. Um, and I, so I'm a big believer in routine. I've, I've been a a creature of routine pretty much my entire life. And even as I've raised my kids, it's all about the routine. And I, cause I feel like that creates freedom. It gives you the ability to start your day off, right. Get things done. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm reading right now a book called make your bed and it's really all about routine, right? I'm sure you, you all have heard about, heard the book. Um, but for me, there's actions that I take every single day and they may not always be in the same order depending upon the day, but they're things that I do every single day to make sure that my day goes right. And it's all about mind, body, spirit, and craft. 
is, mm. is what I refer to them as. So for mind, that would be reading or journaling. Um, and then for body, it's consistent workouts. I'm, I'm a little bit of a workout fanatic. Um, I, I, when I don't get to the gym, it throws me completely off. Drinking water every day is critically important. Um, so making sure I get that hydration in. For spirit, it's setting that time aside every single day to either pray or meditate or, um, or and then regularly going to, to church because I'm, I'm big in my church community. And then for craft, um, it's being intentional, right, about putting the time on your calendar to better yourself, whether it's reading, listening to podcasts such as yours, writing blogs, preparing for a presentation or a talk. Um, I've learned to time block and give myself the, the time for craft where I can hone my own leadership skills and even presenting skills. Sounds like a great start to the day. And, and the fact that you said the routine is freeing is something that Barb and I believe too, that having that structure is important. So thank you. Number two, what is something other than that morning routine that you believe if other people were to do it, it would set them up for success? So one of the things for me is, is it's the people you surround yourself with. And I've learned this over the 20 years of, of running my own business. And, and as much as we like to believe as women, we can do it all. Um, I think it's, it's remembering that it's okay to keep company with people that uplift you and who, whose presence really calls forth you to be your best and to lean on them when you need them. And, and then even more importantly, and I've, I've really only recently learned this in the last few years, is to establish those red lines, the things that you will absolutely not compromise on. And when you do that, you'll find that you will be surrounding yourself with the right people who will help you um, in any, any aspect of your life, whether it's uh, personal, professional, or, or any other area. So true and so important for our listeners to really get to hear that from you, those red lines that you don't, you don't cross and you don't allow others to cross so that you honor your boundaries. Wonderful. Number three, who or what has been the biggest influence on your life, your success, and your continued focus on making your life all that it is? And what have you done with that influence, Deborah? So... For me, I've had incredible mentors, um, both personally and professionally, who have inspired me and who have influenced me throughout my career, right? So I, I couldn't really uh, pick just one person um, because there's so many people that have helped me succeed in various stages. I mean, it, like I could go back to high school and my basketball coach who influenced me to play basketball and how that changed my whole high school experience, right? And and then um, I had a mentor named Jim Greer at my first adjuster's job when I was working for Aetna who, who really helped me professionally and really was the person who gave me the um, courage um, and influenced me to start my own business. So there's just so many people, people along the way that have helped me. So there's not just one. And I think what that has inspired me to do is to give that back. And I say this all the time, like the, the thing you go into business sometimes that to do is not really where you end up or what you end up doing. And while I am providing this incredible service to injured workers and giving back to the community, one of the things I recognized early on was how I can impact my employees. And, and so being that mentor, especially a female mentor to, to all of the young women who I employ and come through these doors and trying to encourage them to be their best. 
um, that is really, I feel like how I pay it forward and, mm-hmm. and how I return what's been given to me. So honor the mentors and then mentor others. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, that is a wonderful way to have an influence. Number four, while our podcasts and ultimately our masterclass that we will have focuses on the positive and how to move forward in life. From your experience, is there something that you've noticed if people would stop doing it, that that taking that out of their lives would in fact be a positive? Right. So, I, and I've heard, I've heard on your other podcasts, similar responses to this question. So I, I hesitated, but I'm going to kind of add, add to that. And I think that the social media, us being in our phones and on our computers so much, and I'm not going to say stop. And, and I'm going to just go so far as to say texting and emailing while it sounds old school and, and it's not that they're bad things. I think there's a point where you have to just pick up the phone. And, and we're even starting to implement that in my own company. Like once you get beyond a couple of emails, just pick up the phone. Let's, let's hear each other's voices. I mean, as human beings, I mean, we are meaning seeking social creatures and, and the interaction that we get from each other um, via phone or either in person is just so important to us. And I think that one of the things we learned through the pandemic was how our connection with each other is so critically important to our mental health and well-being. And um, after a year of feeling so disconnected and isolated from each other, there's not much that th- that's more important. So I say, put down the phone or pick up the phone <laughs> and don't text on the phone. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> you're you're right though, Deborah. And thank you for being for listening to the show. And Barb is says it best. So I'm now quoting Barb, even though she's on here with us. <laughs> if of if we hear that something three times, it really does resonate. And so thank you for sharing that and, and that reminder about the presence to have. Absolutely. So we definitely appreciate that. I know Barb was taking notes, smiling, taking notes. So <laughs> I'll I'll send it over to Barb. Thank you, Deborah. That was super intriguing. And I have a few encouraging ideas that I wrote down that I would like to do. So make your bed. I bought that for my little guy for Easter and I am going to read it myself in my morning routine and establish red lines. So I'm going to work on that. I work on my community a lot, but mentors, I also was influenced by mentors and I am going to sign up and pick, pick someone. I'm going to mentor, give that give that back. So Debbie, you may have the, a similar list or maybe another thing on there that I could do too, but are you willing to get with me in the next couple of days since I've got this scheduled for next Friday to share what we learned on this podcast? Absolutely. And that idea of the red line, and, and I'm in on all of them. And so I've listened to the, the Make Your Bed. I can get that book as well because the physically handling it and and touching that versus the talk on it. Happy to do it. Love the red line. And as you know, we're consistently doing that. And I I shared earlier that sometimes when people are really wanting to get inside that area, but their behaviors aren't in the way it works for them, just doesn't work for us. It's not a judgment. It's just keep those boundaries. So that's a good reminder. So I am in. So thank you again, Deborah, for being on. Is there I mean, tons of information. Is there something, a last one word or two couple of words for our audience that you didn't get to say that you'd like to incorporate? 
I would just say that like as a leader and a, a business owner, giving back to our employees is so critically important to me. So, so we brought up the book, Make Your Bed. We've got a book club here and, and we're encouraging our staff to continue with their honing in their own craft and learning, um, learning about being uh, good stewards and good leaders and giving back to their communities. And I, I encourage people to be constant learners and, and read and, and also to lean on the people around you. Um, I think we're most successful um, when we can be a little bit vulnerable and lean on the people around us. Absolutely. Lean lean in, lean on. There, there's nothing wrong with any of that as we think about it. There is a book that your, your group, since thank you, I've enjoyed getting to know you and working with your team. Getting to Neutral um, by Trevor, uh, let's see, it's it's Trevor, I can, I can pull that up, but uh, that's another good one about diffusing when there are challenges out there. And it's a really, really good one for teams. So I think I've heard of it. So I'll have to put it, pull it down. Yeah. Thank yes, you. definitely. You're welcome. So thank you again. Please know listeners, you can stay connected with Deborah Livingston on social media through her, her company, Reemployability. They do a, a really spectacular blog that you can follow along with. And if you sign up, they'll send it directly to you. So you don't have to even search for it. And similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass, same on Facebook. Barb is the stay at work mom and I am Debbie Lundberg. Most places on TikTok, it's Debbie Lundberg coach. So if you like the positivity purpose and overall what you've heard, please rate us five stars. If there is something we can improve on, please send that to us as well. Because like Deborah said, it's all about continual learning. We are committed to bringing you more five-star guests and inspiration like Deborah was today. So stay tuned for our follow through episode next week and how Debbie and I did implementing Deborah's ideas. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, Listen choose, do. do.